Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Don't remember doing this at all. I can only hold myself accountable. Cancel. I object. Look how good my life is. So what else? Cancel. Tanemosha is canceled. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cancelled Podcast. Did you like my voice just completely changing? It's great. You sound sick. 365 days a year. I, yeah, I know. It's probably from the copious amounts of things I smoke. Jeff just looked me dead in the face and said, are you going to fucking smoke that USB stick the entire podcast? Hey, it's your body. Do what you want with it. He I'm doesn't just, mean that. I'm saying for audio listeners, she is ripping a USB stick this he's, entire he, time. he doesn't mean that. He's coming off humble, but he's definitely judging me every fucking second. I just want you to live as long as possible and get the most <laughs> out of life. But do so what like, you want. To like 35 maybe? Out of eight years to what I think. That you're ripping that thing, 35 would be, you'd be lucky. Oh my God, this man, this man. You've had a life though, Jeff Wittick. So hold on, we're going to get into that today. Yeah, I don't want to start off too dark. You don't want to start off too dark? Well, Let's guys. Get into my dark past. Welcome my guest today. He is the host of The Barber Shop. He is partially blind. Uh, Jeff Illegally. FM. Illegally blind. <laughs> and uh, he just dropped an amazing hair care line that I've totally fucking tried a lot. Oh yeah? Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I yeah. love it. You guys, I actually wanted to clarify that. It's the only reason I'm here on the show today is to promote my hair product line. Um, there was a lot of um, confusion. You guys were curious if it works for women. It does. It yeah, does. Perfect example right no, here. I women use it. are allowed to buy it. And if, you, if you're a woman and you buy it, you don't know what to do with it, resell it. Sell it on eBay. Yeah, Depop, anything. I use it every single day. Every thank day. You. I use it as deodorant, pussy spray, air freshener. <laughs> Whole fucking thing. Hey, I don't care what you do with it as long as you're buying it because I'm all about this, baby. And yeah. having a good quality product line. Yeah, the last part didn't seem too good. <laughs> I'm all about making the world a better place. So this is the first episode that I'm doing without a co-host, but I thought it'd be better because I want to build up, you know, the awkward tension. I decided to have you on my podcast after we made out. Okay. <laughs> we made out on camera. It was Yeah, acting. totally just on camera. It was acting. Yeah. But we had a little fun. Yeah. And then I got sick mysteriously after. The Completely faked COVID. Completely. It was not COVID. Are you it calling was, me a super spreader? It was. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Do you want to cut you that think... out? We cut to commercial if you want to cut out. No, that it's, I, I really want to. I think that I'm excited to have you as a guest today because you're really good at being extremely offensive. And I, I live for that. So I'm excited to hear what comes out of your mouth. Today. You know what? That means a lot to me. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And it's, I'm happy to be here because you are actually really funny. And I mean that. Jeff. Yeah, you make me laugh you. a lot when you text me wild shit at night. Are you flirting with me? Um, no, I'm not. I'm Convincing. Just, I'm just. Uh, I just want to... him to be. You know what I mean? You no, you're really funny. You photo. What did you do the other day? You photoshopped yourself onto Charles Manson and me onto Sharon Tate. That was a and fan edit. To me. That was a fan edit. You were the fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bully, which is insinuating that you're going to kill me one of these days. No, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm actually trying to become your new podcast co-host. Oh, are you now? Yeah. So that I'm means no that. sex, no murder in each other because we need this to live on. You're we fucking fired. Oh, that's the meanest thing you've ever said to me. Oh, no sex? Yeah. Is that what you thought we were doing today? I was coming here to No, sex? not at all. Not at all. Completely not at all. I'm moving on. No, Are I'm just kidding. What would you do? Fuck me in the podcast they're, studio? Like, they don't even blink an eye when you say things like that. That's what? so funny. Your whole crew, they're all just on their phone texting. You're just like, yeah, bro, you're here to fuck you on my podcast. <laughs> they know it's not true. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't allow you to rail me in the podcast studio. Okay. At home, though. God damn, I'm sweating already. Shit. Are you, I know I'm kind of sweating, too. You make me a little nervous. <sighs> we need Brooke. Yeah. We, I honest to God really do need Brooke here today to buffer this. But I mean, before I continue to relentlessly awkwardly flirt with you, I have so many things to ask you about today. I've actually refrained from asking you a lot recently when we've been talking because there's so much I want to know about your life and I want to grill you on this podcast today. Okay, I'm an open book. I got nothing to hide. Have you ever killed someone? You know what's funny? I, I played a game with my ex and... It was just Russian roulette. No, it was like, you could ask, what's the game where it's like, hot seat or something you can yeah. ask me anything and i'll ask you anything and i was like obviously like uh 
what's the longest relationship you've ever been in or something like yeah. that. And she answered it. And then I was like, okay, you go. And she was like, have you ever killed anybody? And I was like, what? We've been dating for like six months, you know? Damn. Damn. I guess I have a lot in common with her. That's I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you've never killed someone. Oh, shit. I forgot that I didn't answer that. No, I have not killed anybody intentionally. Int- not even killed anybody. <laughs> Let's clear that up. I'm just messing around here. I think your life before the internet is really a fucking interesting thing, though, because it's like most people are cookie cutter and you know what I mean? They do whatever the fuck they do before social media. But you lived a life. Yeah. You made an amazing documentary about it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's so nice that you watch my videos. I really appreciate that. (laughs) You make good videos. You kill it. You know, you're a good editor. That whole thing was a moment because you kind of took a break from the internet and then came back with that. Yeah, I had to take some time off. I was mentally ill. I mean, I am mentally ill, but I was just extremely mentally ill and depressed at that time because I had suffered an accident that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Freak accident. And then I had to recover and get my life back together. So I don't want to just stick a camera in my face. But in that documentary, it was really interesting to me because I feel like my life before the internet was definitely very wild. I did a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like seeing you, you sold drugs. You did a lot of crazy shit. You were like, yeah, you were wild. Yeah, I sold a little weed. Um, did you only I ever sell weed? I don't have a traditional uh, like background as a normal social media or entertainer person, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I came out here to initially... It was always in the back of my mind that I wanted to do something in the entertainment business. Like yeah. Maybe gangster movies or acting or something really? like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're like slanging dope fully like one day I'm going to be an actor. I mean, I watch movies like Blow and stuff like that. And I'm like, this. Yeah. I can relate to this a lot. But also I kind of felt like I was living in a movie at these times. Yeah. It's, it's very weird. Um, but yeah, like obviously those are movies in my life. What It was real. And the yeah. The consequences for what I did were real. And the transitioning process just took a little bit longer. You just said consequences, and I completely forgot that you spent a great amount of time in prison. No? No, 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 no. no or jail. No, no. I did a few months in jail, uh, a few different occasions. <laughs> it was no prison. It's not prison, guys. This is my camera here. It's no prison. There's okay. no prison? You never yeah. went to prison? Isn't no. jail, like, super... It's, like, sweet compared to prison, right? No, prison's nice. <laughs> prison's where you get, like, taught... Like, you can have um, more freedom, a little bit more freedom. Because you're there for so long and you're with guys that are going to be there for a long time. In jail, it's just a madhouse because it's all people fighting cases. Some people are fighting murder cases. Some people are are in there for weed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's nuts. There's a lot of politics, a lot of... What was jail like? Did you ever get in any... violence. Did you ever get in any fights in jail? Uh, Yeah, yeah. What were they like? You kind of have to if you're there for a long period of time. But um, it's very political here in LA. So you'd be fine. You'd make friends with people. You and think you'd, so? You'd be good. Yeah. I feel like my plan for jail, just like just like the internet, has always my thought. If I ever go to jail, not that I've like thought about it a lot or anything, would be to just find like the biggest bitch and like start fucking her. You know what I fucking mean? Fucking her? Yeah, because I feel like it's like then you have your like like oh, I'm like yeah, her yeah. little bitch and she'd like protect me. Yeah. That would definitely be my game plan in jail. But as a guy, I can't imagine what. You would Sounds do. Like an episode of Orange is the New Black. I know. I've never seen that actually. I should probably watch that. Everyone always tells I, you me you probably that. like it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of lesbian sex and jail vibes. I probably would like. Yeah. It, you know. Are you bisexual? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you? Do you no, ever do no, any no, butt no. stuff in jail? No, 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 no. Did anyone ever try you? You're pretty. I never thought about that. Was there like some big well, dude? The second I got in, I shaved my head. So okay. I had no pretty hair. I cut yeah. all my hair off and I was the barber in the dorm. So I made a lot of friends that way. Really? And I was pretty much safe because of my talents. You never had way out of it. anyone trying to be your daddy in jail? No, no. Fortunately, no, I didn't have to get into any of that stuff. <laughs> Did but, you have a cellmate? Um, I was in a dorm, so it was open population. You'd be sleeping and you turn to the left and you see some guy sleeping next to you snoring and you turn to the other side and it's another guy. Damn, did you ever, like, was there ever a moment in jail you feared for your life or stories that, like, stand out? Um, no, There was one situation that'll always stay with me. You know when a fight happens? Yeah. It's so interesting, right? Yeah. Like, we all watch this YouTuber boxing stuff. Everybody yeah. loves to see people fight. Because I'm sure the fights in jail are just like Bryce Hall and Austin McBroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly the same. <laughs> They, um, but in jail, you get you, like you don't have much entertainment, so you're bored. yeah. And then when a fight breaks out, you want to look at it right away, and that's like your entertainment. You're like, oh yeah. shit, I get to watch a live fight. Yeah. But if you get caught watching a fight, then you get a strike, and then you're getting beat up next. But it just it sucks because that's like it's so hard to not look because you know the rules, you know that you're not supposed to look at it. But it's happening, and then you're like ten seconds in, and the guy taps. He's like, yo. 
you got caught. Like you get a strike. a strike from the guards. No, from the inmates, from the gangs. No, yeah. no, no. Wait, that's so crazy. Like, you, like you're. Oh my god, that's actually insane. Yeah, so you, you got get a strike caught. if you don't make your bed. What you get a strike if you don't from the you don't in, brush the your other teeth inmates and your breath stinks. You get a strike for that. You'll get beat up for that. So there's there's like a hierarchy in the sense that there are like inmates that kind of control what the rules are. What yeah. do the guards do? Just like twiddle their thumbs? They're not even in there. The guards are outside, and the dorm is just all the inmates and then the guards will come in once in a while so there's just some big that's dude nice because it's all guys that smell like shit and then you get a woman to come in and they're just her perfume is like called everyone nuts immediately yeah they go nuts damn that's so you looked at a fight though i looked at a fight i got a strike for that but that was the only strike i got everything else is cool the other strike is like if you don't work out you get a strike and damn, that i love i was all about working out i was like give me a strike i'll fucking do the extra push-ups damn do you feel like I think it's so dope that loving that. I think it's so dope that that's, you that's came so, from yeah. jail though, and you just started like doing this shit. Because I, I think come that from it's, jail. It's like it's a, there's a huge. I am Jeff. I, come, <laughs> I, am Jeff. I come jail. from jail. <laughs> I haven't been in jail in like eight years. Everybody puts no. these jail story or maybe seven years, six years. Yeah, I mean, twenty four was my last arrest. That's a little bit of David's fault, right? For branding, not fault, but I mean, like for branding you slightly. Yeah, as David like, wasn't around when I get over it, but yeah, putting it out there publicly, I like inmate Jeff, you know jail jeff eventually it would have came out yeah you know because mugshots yeah. are public and yeah. your records are public so but it became like a part of your brand in a way but i like it i think it's cool yeah I don't and i was only bad. arrested for weed by the way i know she started off with have you ever killed anybody it was no violent <laughs> crime i never hurt anybody i was arrested for selling weed i know your Some audience what would you say your demographic is i'd say probably like 14 to like 24 14 year olds listen to this and you started off all about fucking in jail and and all that stuff. well i warned them not to it's not I, i'm not their parents i can't you know i started trying to do the whole role model shit and i quickly learned that would just be a slippery slope. yeah just be you you know what i mean like that's that's on your parents for sure just keep it real and yeah i, I do owe a little credit to david for getting that out because i was like i'm not fucking put my mug shut out we rely yeah. on, on brand deals and sponsors to endorse us for yeah. a career to make a living in this field but i think it made you more famous which like you know what i mean it made you more of a brand more of like a household name and shit like that like it definitely I mean? allowed me to talk more freely and just be open be myself yeah. on, on things because i wouldn't be able to do podcasts because that's usually what people go to how was jail how was you know your yeah. background and what would i talk about i'd come on here and we'd talk about squid game or something yeah like so you're pretty what's the you know what i mean mm -hmm. i think that's cool you in comparison like obviously i love toddy and he has so much going for him but in david's vlogs you kind of came in as the new like hot one but with a little with a little pizzazz with a little spunk you know yeah was todd yeah, ever jealous um, mad. Todd told me one time he was jealous. He was jealous of me swinging on the crane too, which was nuts that he said that. He was like, "I saw you doing <laughs> that," and I was, I was like, "I wish that was me." I'm like, "Bro, what are you saying?" I'm mad. Your eyes like hanging out of the socket in your face, yeah. and he's no, like, he "I wish before, that was me." I, before I had the accident, mm. so he was like watching me do that because before I got on, Todd was wakeboarding around the thing and he was killing it. This is yeah. like, I'm I'm talking about the stunt that went wrong, guys. If, if you don't know what I'm talking about, right I know, now, I want to get into that. It was a yeah. wakeboarding stunt where Todd was swinging around. And then when we took the wakeboard off to switch it, there was like a loop in it. And mm -hmm. then we just decided to fuck around with that. And yeah, that's when Todd was like, I, I was actually jealous because it looks sick what you're doing. Well, like, now he whatever. probably isn't We're so jealous, insane. you know? You're definitely mm -hmm. all insane. That's definitely true. So, I mean, straight from the prison yard, getting strikes to recording vines. Recording vines, yeah. I remember I was at the pool in 1600 Vine. I moved there for my, um, my little side business at the time. And oh, then, you moved. That's crazy. Not from prison to 1600 Vine. Jail, yeah. jail. Sorry, jail. Yeah, I was in jail one time for a month when I had the apartment there and I had my I had a cameraman. It's so weird back then. I was like selling weed and I was I had a clothing line. I was trying out different things, trying to see where my life was going to yeah, go. Yeah, kind of where you fit in in L.A. Too, yeah, because I don't want to sell weed or grow weed forever because it's yeah. it's tough. It's a stressful job and you, know, sure. you have to worry about it 24 seven. Yeah. So I was always looking for an exit strategy and I just happened to bump into Rudy Mancuso at the pool and yeah. he was like, you want to be in a vine? Damn, that's really how that happened. Yeah, that's, that, that is wild too. You're like trapping drugs neighbors with like Amanda Cerny and like fucking mm -hmm. Rudy Mancuso. That's, that's a King funny- batch on that, a hoverboard. Yeah, oh yeah, full, full hoverboard moment. You must've thought in your head a little bit though, like this is lame kind of compared to your life. Did you, or were you like, I want to do this? No, I was like, this is great. You can make money. How much yeah. are you getting paid from Verizon to do this six second video? This oh, I is guess great. that's so true. Yeah, Vine was such a cool era. It was like ridiculous. And then how did that, so then like David, how did like, he came out here and you guys, is that like what happened basically? Like you no, 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 no. So that came much later actually. In the documentary, I kind of blended it together quick because mm -hmm. we were just trying to save time. I don't want to lose people in the first episode. Um, 
so when David, when I met David, that was much later. I had already moved out of 600 Vine and I was already doing social media for a living kind of, but not yeah. anywhere near um, the level those guys were at. Yeah. We had the same manager, yeah. which is like a little weird thing that tied us together. Yeah. Um, no, I actually, um, I started doing the barbershop and I did the Taylor Holder episode where I convinced him to call you and confess his love to you. Oh my God, I'll never forget that. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's crazy, right? That was before I knew you, I think, right? So I hadn't I hadn't even known you. You were already the fucking with my head before we met. Yeah, I was literally so fucked up. I, <laughs> like, I feel so bad for that. I should actually take this moment to apologize to Tana for fucking with your emotions back then. No, I'm not. Taylor took that and ran with it. I think it almost like it helped us be closer. He was the, the first one to get cloud off of you. You think he was the very first one? Probably, yeah. No. I think I instigated it a little bit. I don't, I mean, all those, I because I was kind of friends with Taylor and Bryce before their like big blow up. So yeah. it was all like that era. Yeah. I just crazy. saw something so special in them. Yeah. <laughs> They're good kids. I like they, Taylor they and Bryce a lot. I love them to death, actually. And they, I have, they've been great friends for a long time. That's funny, though. I didn't know that. Were you yeah, barber so, shopping so, before, so David? I was trying to figure out what to do with my YouTube channel because I saw everybody trying to do skits and there yeah. was a while where they were making like, uh, Key and Peel type sketches, like yeah. just random sketches every week. I'm and so glad I never did that. Yeah, it just seemed like a lot for these people that no are doing offense, six I second just, videos. Yeah, it just got, it got cringy because you don't have writers. Comedy yeah. Central has a team of writers that are coming up with sketches 100%. for people. And now you have these random YouTube creators, not even YouTubers yet. They've never directed a production ever. 100%. And you want to give them a deadline for a comedy sketch every week that millions of people oh, yeah. are going to watch. And then it just became the relatability. It wasn't even comedy. It was just Yeah, like, yeah. I'm and then Lele Pons is getting roasted for her comedy sketches when she's 18 years old trying to write comedy sketches yeah. and produce them every week. It was tough. And a bitch was balling. I don't think she gave a fuck what anybody had to say. I like that about yeah. Lele. She doesn't, yeah. In real life, she doesn't really give a fuck. No, she doesn't care at all. She's dope. Yeah. So I was like, what do I have here? I have, I'm cutting people's hair. People are asking me for uh, haircuts and I need to figure out a new style of videos to make every week. Yeah. And I like fucking with people. I enjoy it. And yeah. I like cutting people's hair and they're always on edge. When I give a person a haircut for the first time, they're always like, is he going to fuck my hair up? No, it's crazy that people sit down in your fucking chair and just give you their hair. I, I don't know, think I, don't I could know why ever. They do it. I don't know You're why. You're a little too sadistic, it. I think, to allow you to like. But I give good haircuts at the end of the day. <laughs> Guys, do you know why Jeff Wittick wants to fuck me? Because I use Noom. That's right. <laughs> Noom also works with my lifestyle. I like 1942 pizza in bed, despite working out. Yet with Noom, that's not a problem. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to help us change our mindset for good. Because building better habits means a more sustainable journey to better health. A healthier life doesn't mean sticking to rules about what you can and can't eat. It means having more knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Work smarter, not harder. I used to eat six steaks a day because I was trying to get buff. And, and then I realized my organs were shutting down. And then you got Noom. I got Noom and they gave me the right <laughs> nutrition to get buff and look at me now. <laughs> Noom's cognitive behavioral approach focuses on why instead of what to help you change your relationship with food. Jeff, everybody's journey looks different. Noom believes it's about progress and not perfection. Yep, 75% of Noom users finish the program. <laughs> Noom has published over 30 peer-reviewed specific journal articles about the science that goes into their approach to helping people achieving a healthier way of life. What goals are you working towards or have you already achieved with Noom, Jeff? Um, well, I stopped eating six steaks a day and I <laughs> now have the proper nutrition and... I feel like a scientist when it comes to what you eat, what I eat. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Guys, for me, the big mental difference with using Noom was again that before I was just so disgusting and out of shape. And now since using Noom, I mm -hmm. found love. Yeah. You were disgusting. And, <laughs> and now, and now we're, you know, I found Jeff and he loves me because I use Noom. So, and what are we going to do? What are we going to do for dinner tonight? Salad, baby. That's right. That's right. And we're going to open our Noom app and we're going to check the, use it. Yeah. With Noom, taking care of your health is empowering instead of stress inducing. No need to fear ruining the whole program with one off day. Noom will help you get back on track. All you need is 10 minutes a day. Noom fits into your life on your terms. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Tana. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash T-A-N-A. That's Noom.com slash Tana. Get your shit together with Noom. Have you ever fucked up someone's hair without telling them though for a sketch? No, never. I would never do that. I would never actually fuck somebody's hair up on purpose. If somebody wanted like a stupid haircut where they like shave the top and leave the sides, I'll do it for a laugh. Yeah, but, but you wouldn't actually do it. No, I would never intentionally so fuck then, with somebody's hair. When did the vlogs come in? So that video that I did with Taylor, um, I think Alex Ernst found yeah. it and they have like a vlog squad group chat and they were like, is this real or not? Yeah. Or like something. And I think Todd found it and he hit me up. And he asked me about it. And then we just started talking and I just started hanging out, shooting videos with those guys. It's interesting because they were friends all for a very long time. And it was almost kind of portrayed, even as you kind of came in, that you were as well. But like on the back end, you were kind of yeah. entering a new group of people. Mm -hmm. But it was perfect because I had just gotten out of a relationship at the time. And yeah. I met all these guys that were kind of, they kind of had the same sense of humor as me. And we got along great. And they all just loved shooting together. There was no contracts. There was no Team 10 type deal yeah, where you have to sign your life away to shoot with them. Yeah. Yeah, but it was nice and, you know, it worked out great. And obviously, as to how David vlogs, he kind of just like eases you into it. But then eventually, mm -hmm. you know, like obviously people, there was a great response with you. You brought the like different vibe. You, your life was very different before, you mm -hmm. know, the relatability, the, the new Hawkeye, all that type of shit. Yeah. Were there ever moments where you were like, fuck this? No, because I just saw it as an opportunity to get him back. I was never upset about stuff like that. I feel like people always wonder that because obviously during the whole like scandal and shit that that was like the big narrative, you know, like it's always been too far. Like he like, you know, whatever. But I feel like he attracted a group of people that enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a fun environment. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, you know, nobody's holding the gun to our head saying do this shit. You know, it's. Do you still want to? Which, Have you filmed with David? Yeah. I mean. I obviously wouldn't swing around a crane and put my life in his hands again, but um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I still film with him, still friends with him. Yeah. How is that now? Are there, do you, are, are there give me people? shit and they're like, why, what are you doing being friends with him? What do you want me to do? You know, like <laughs> hate him forever and plan revenge. I think it's like intent comes into play there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you would hate him forever if his intention was to do that to you, but like it wasn't and there, yeah. you know, and yeah. you, you have an exactly. eye, you're chilling. And, like people don't realize that if David would have killed me, he would have went to jail. Yeah. David doesn't want to go to jail. He would have been deported yeah. or whatever the fuck would have happened, you yeah. know, and I'd be dead. Yeah. So that would obviously be really bad. Did that ever go through your head? Doing bits like I could die doing this? No, because I was never really a stunt guy. Yeah. I kind of just laughed at everybody else and I was like, this shit's dumb. Yeah. Maybe you should have left that to the other. The other I know. <laughs> I know. Kidding. But we were all in a weird place. Sometimes we all go a little nuts, you know? No, 100%. I'm just joking with you. I'm just and with you. I kind of loved having like a, like a group of friends and like a team to shoot with. Yeah. Because we just were like a powerhouse. And when David suggested like this big video back, we were all so excited to do it because we all just oh, loved yeah. working together and helping each other out. Like yeah. Jason, like fucking that guy will go Bend to over war backwards. for you. Yeah, yeah, for your video. If I ask him to come on the podcast and get completely naked and shave his head bald and his no, eyebrows, he would probably do it. Yeah. That's a Wednesday for Jason, for sure. Oh, another really interesting part of your career that intrigues me so much is reality television. Oh my Bad God. Bad Girls Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I should have known you were going to go here. <laughs> Did, 
Talk to me about that experience. Didn't he like spit on someone? I got spit on first. Oh. And to be honest, I don't give a fuck about that. No, that's hot. I'm jealous of her. Uh, (laughs) That's... (laughs) Um, How long did you do reality television for? I moved to Miami and I was barber on South Beach and there was a bunch of reality shows being shot there at once. Yeah. They were shooting the Kardashian show next door, Dash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Jersey Shore. I was friends with all those guys and they were coming to me for haircuts. Wait, that's really fun. Yeah, it was was fun. So I was doing that show and then I met the producers of that... uh, the bad, bad girls, girls club, club. and What's the premise i was like of yeah I'm, I'm like acting i, I want to play like a bad guy i want to play like a troublemaker and stuff Douche and they're like bag. okay just go in this house and just fucking raise hell so <laughs> i i talked a bunch of shit to everybody um and eventually we got into it but i didn't realize at the time how editing could portray somebody especially on a reality <laughs> show so, that MTV. so they just left in the parts of me being a complete asshole. utterly horrible they, they jack off to that shit they love that mm-hmm. shit you know what i mean yeah it's insane when you put yourself in that position what yeah can happen yeah i've been there but you know what everything happens for a reason and i kind of learned a lot from that and now i use that in my world oh let's talk about bryce hall for oh, a second okay. while we're on that topic right <laughs> did you see how he tweeted at Corinna or he tweeted back when she was like why are mullets so hot all of a sudden yeah definitely I think I think you did that you think I personally did that don't you when I saw her tweet I thought about you because didn't you that day post some like long ass fucking mullet pic I did yeah Yeah. I keep up I did and I was gonna put the eyes too but Bryce got to it first yeah and then he ended up getting the shit into the stick there but no, it was bad. She was saying, or he was saying that she fucked him underage and then they yeah. had to come with receipts. And oh, she did that to me too, shit. Corinna. She did the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That doesn't even work out mathematically. I'm just trying to chase clout any way I can. <laughs> no, I'm no, here for it. If you're going to do it anywhere, please fucking do it here. Yeah. Have you ever fucked Corinna? No, no. Uh, one, I think we fooled around the night before the crane, but I was on I a bunch of sleeping pills. I swear to God. So yeah, same shit as Bryce. We're both in the same boat. Why? Yeah, a no, bunch no, of sleeping pills. No, I don't want to put that and... out there. I was always... <laughs> I'm big on bro code. So she dated Todd and I was like, you know what? I can't. Finally, we got people in the back looking up. Yeah, I never messed around with Corinna. Okay. I'll tell you the real story off the record later. Yeah, I feel like you did. I'm not going to lie. I did. No, I would never step on Todd's toes. And I know that he's in a full blown relationship with another person now. Yeah. Who he loves and he's loyal to. Trust me, so I know. I, I've, I've tested him. You've t- are you one of those friends like come out with the boys tonight? Let's fuck. Bitches. No, no, not really. I wish I could take that credit, but no. I kind of think not. you I are. I met. I don't go out much. I met all your friends from um, wherever the fuck you're from, New York, Staten Island. That's what you served yeah. me. Is that where you're from? Yeah. Oh wow, I did that well. Your friends are wild though. It makes so much sense as to why mm-hmm. they kept trying to get us to kiss. It was actually really funny. They were like, "Fucking kiss." I know. I know. Fucking do it. How mm-hmm. often do they come into town? This was the first time I hung out with them in like 10 years. Really? Yeah, they were a lot. We used to get in a lot of trouble together. So I, I had to um, not really distance myself. But yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, I could say that. Yeah, I had to distance myself. But then now that I'm so far distance, I don't want to lose who I am. So I brought them back around. It's nice. To have it seemed like you around. guys like like I would have never guessed you spent that much time away from each other. The vibes were like very. Yeah. Cute. But if we did hang out. As much as we used to, we'd all be in a maximum security prison, probably on death row, all three of us. That's very fair. That's very fair. Um, speaking of you being in a in a new life and being so far away from it now. Go can for you it. see? You want me to turn the lights off. down? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> My favorite thing to do to Jeff off camera is like fake pity. You I can't okay? see anything. That's why you think I'm so attractive. Um I lost my train of thought. Oh, you were saying that I, the reason we kissed is because I'm blind. That's a pretty <laughs> funny joke. <laughs> I, Jeff Wittick only kissed me because he's blind. That is an amazing title. Mm-hmm. I might have blind to and that. brain damaged. That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but you're sober now. That's, that's what, what I, I was that's saying. That's what I love about you. So you could be self-deprecating like that. You're sober now, though. When, when we're talking about new life eh. paths. Have you eh. always been sober? No. I mean, what is even sober, you know? What, you know? Oh, is this a secret? No, I mean, you I don't, like I don't, still I, seem I don't all touch, lit. I don't touch alcohol. Have you ever though? Yeah, big time. Okay, like you used to drink back in the day. I didn't have a problem. Like I would like abuse my fucking, uh, I don't have any kids, but like um, <laughs> I didn't have a problem like that where I would do dumb shit. Yeah. Most of my arrests I was sober for. Really? Oh, yeah. so you're just like no, Ted Bundy. I just, I just started like relying on it to like sleep and stuff like that. And I started yeah. drinking every night and I, I didn't like having hangover. So I just cut it out. 
but I smoke weed. That's what I replaced it with. And weed, you don't get a hangover for. That's very true. I just stopped smoking weed. I think we're we're flipping the. Oh the yeah, roles. we switched. I know it's it's really weird though. I miss marijuana a lot. Hey, more for me and it. more for you. More booze for you. Yeah, but I don't know if I need any more. It's funny. You're you're inspiring. It's cool to see people be able to go sober and like still do this. But then again, you stay inside a lot. I think so much of what I do is like party based. Yeah, but I don't care I would... about not like not being drunk at a party. You know. Yeah, you kind of killed it the other night in my get, house. I get high off other people's energy. Yeah, other than contracting fake COVID, you seem like you had a good time at my party. Yeah, if I didn't immediately get sick the next day. That sounds so bad, but I swear you just like got sick. Like, there is COVID flying around your house right. 365 days a year. You think so? If you go in there, wear a fucking hazmat suit. <laughs> I think your old man immune system just got a little weak. <laughs> My immune system is great. Jeff just told me he's 31 and I'm really shocked about that. I never knew that until yeah. today. You yeah. have really like, you look young. Thank you. I drink a lot of water. I just don't feel like that water. does it. Have you ever gotten Botox? Move your eyebrows. Never. Never in my life. Never. No, I'm kidding. I, I want to ask Botox you to move your day. eyebrows, actually. I don't know all the mechanics. I do Botox every day. Every single day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's you also life, weren't now... sleeping because you were editing uh, yeah, I was working your, so hard. your commercial. We were so funny and amazing. And then you put me in for 0.8 seconds, which was just really fucking annoying, honestly. I don't want to, I don't want this to sound like a promo, but I did use the other stuff on a subscription-based platform that I use. Oh, you have a subscription-based platform? Patreon, yeah. And it Patreon. went out there. There was more behind the scenes on Oh, there. wow. What did I say on your Patreon? What did you leave in? Um, I don't know. I don't edit those videos. I got to go back Who exposed. They put whatever in there. One time we left my friend's penis in, in the video on Patreon. I believe it. I do a, like the same thing on OnlyFans, like subscription videos, and I oh, leave yeah. it I leave it all fucking in there. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, that's dope. Like comedy mixed with a little nudity? Yeah, well, yeah. I have two OnlyFans. One where I'm just a blatant whore, and then one where it's like a weekly video, and it's all it's oh, like yeah. a vlog of the crazy shit that happens in my life. Okay. I might make you put your dick on it after this, actually. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Who knows? Um, my mom watches all my videos now, everything I do. My she does. My mom searches it up. Yeah. That's honestly really cute. That's precious. <clears throat> How's your relationship with your family? Oh, I don't have any of those. Um, no, I'm my best friend's family. These people seem like family to you, though. Yeah. <laughs> they all they all care very much. For I'm you. really close with my best friend's family, so that void is definitely filled. They like took me in like a little street rat, and it's beautiful. You know, Thanksgiving at theirs. My own oh, yeah. family, though, tragic for sure. It's like a Britney Spears situation. Oh my god, like a conservator. <clears throat> yeah. I often <clears throat> wonder if I need a conservator. Maybe I'd be better off with one. I kind of have like eight though, if you think about it. Just people who like. Yeah. yeah, totally, completely. You can be my conservator if, <laughs> if I go too off the rails. I'll you keep know? all the money. Yeah, you, I was just going to say, you're going to take all take my- 99% of this yeah. shit. Pull right a Jamie here. Spears completely. Nah, Duh. I actually slept with a burrito in my bed last night. I like to just like cuddle up to the food. If you wake up, you know, in the middle of the night, take a bite, oh, kind of everything. Seriously? That sounds so fucking disgusting, but it's <laughs> kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, we always just like eat in my room as we fall asleep. I'm Do you ever wake up and, and look next to you and there's a burrito laying there? And you're that like, literally what the happened fuck did last, I do night. last night. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's not a joke at all. I woke up today and the first thing I did was eat a bite of a half eaten bean and cheese burrito that I had last night. Now, what if you had a, a husband? Where, where where would you put the burrito in between you two? I mean, may, hopefully I could attract someone who vibes with it, or I could meet someone who makes me better, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or Buffy. This comforter has over eighteen thousand five star reviews. Customers agree it is the softest fluffiest comforter they've ever tried. So soft. It keeps you at the perfect temperature, so you feel cozy without overheating. You don't want to be sweating next to your significant other. I, I'm touching a sweaty palm right now, and let me tell you, it is your not. Hand, your hand is just as sweaty as mine. No, my hands never sweat. My so hands are bone dry. This? Just condensation from the beverage you were holding. Buffy. <laughs> the cloud comforter is covered in ultra breathable eucalyptus fabric. Ooh, it's softer than cotton and naturally soothes skin. It's sustainable. Eucalyptus uses 10 times less than water than cotton to grow, and its fiber is produced using recyclable, earth-friendly solvents. This is unlike any other comforter you've ever seen or touched. <laughs> it's hypoallergenic. Plus, its thread count shuts out dust, mold, and mites for a healthier sleeping environment. 
Yeah, and Tana had a lot of mold and mites in her bed before this. So, dude, and that's literally why I laughed because I knew that's what you were gonna fucking say. Mm-hmm. And it's machine washable. Thanks to an innovative stitching pattern that keeps its fluffy fill in place. The Cloud Comforters fill is made from 100% recycled water bottles. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It says that here. It feels even softer than down while keeping approximately 50 bottles out of landfills and oceans. Jeff, do you know that the average comforter harms 12 geese? Ooh, yeah. Those poor geese. (laughs) But Buffy's comforter. It's cruelty free. You can try a comforter in your own bed for free. If you don't love it, return it at no cost. Mm-hmm. My Buffy Cloud Comforter is the best blanket I've ever had. For $20 off your Buffy Comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter Tana. That's T A N A at Buffy.co. And people say, Jeff, what it can't read. For $20 off first comforter I, but also i don't know yeah like let's say i'm gonna have a guy over i'm like maybe i'll take the chalupa off the pillow you know what for I the mean? first date yeah maybe, maybe bring the second the date though if you don't yeah 100 yeah. it's like but you know you're take right. me Find as i somebody am somebody that that loves you for you if you want to keep those burritos in your bed keep those burritos in my yeah. bed but i mean but also i i'm down to grow out i <laughs> grow out of that over time it's not something it's not a you know make or break it's yeah. just something that i do occasionally i know what you mean you know, I went through a relationship for like three years. I didn't fart once. I swear to God. Yeah, I held them all in. If I, <laughs> we, we blew broke up. up. Yeah, I ripped it for like a week straight. Yeah, as you broke up, you just farted all over. I think if you can't fart Cut with that someone, out. or no, leave it in. I think if you can't fart all over someone, like, are you even close? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I, I'll find out. One I day. have to have that energy with someone. Like, we just have to be so insanely. Did close you rip farts on your ex-boyfriend? Definitely. Yeah. It was almost like fun. It was like a fun vibe. Like, shut up or I'm going to fart on you. Was that a bad breakup? You don't um, want to talk about it? I love, you always ask me that. I'm, I'm an open book. Um, no, I really, I mean, no, I feel like I've had worse breakups. I don't know if that's a good way to classify it. Why'd you guys split? Um, it was just very toxic. I think I realized that the I farts. like, definitely the fucking farts for sure. No, I think I need someone to like, take away the toxic like two toxics don't make a non-toxic you know uh-huh. like it just like it it yeah. continued to escalate i almost think that i need someone to kind of balance me out yeah who's like secure and you know like a good vibe yeah i think if you date me what's you your type face secure. tats i don't have a type at all like literally at all like i it could be like the mailman it could be like fucking i don't know i mean face tats definitely do it for me i'm not gonna lie like yeah it, like you definitely you'd look good with a face tat should you get a little i'm surprised you don't have like a teardrop or something i got a little scar here the scar does also yeah that that helps you know for sure you could put a tattoo around the scar but i feel like your image is too like what should i put on there tana for sure just tana on my absolutely. face absolutely that's i mean that's kind of the mantra of this year seeing how many people i can get to tattoo my name Maybe before I'll the think about over. it. Do you have tattoos? No, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, no, but yeah, I have this stupid one. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting it lasered off. It's so dumb. I didn't mean to laugh at your tattoo. I literally. No, no, it's fine. Horrible. I got it half lasered off, and it's I'm, like just I'm doing that too. I'm like half lasering off a tattoo. I have young as fuck on my ass. It's just, it's not it sucks age to make well. appointments and go get. It like, hurts. Yeah. It also really, really, really hurts. Like way more than a tattoo. Lasering yeah, it's just it, not something that's like on my priority list. Number one, like book laser tattoo removal next week. For, and there's like a lot of things you can't do with it. Like go in the sun and shit. It's like a lot of work for sure. Yeah. Would you ever start an OnlyFans, Jeff? No. Are um, you sure? Can I sign you? You want to? Are you signing people now? Oh my God. Yeah. Damn, that's... It's my new thing off camera, just pressuring anyone. Off camera, there's seven cameras. Well, yeah, you know, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Normally, this is... Yeah, you're the first person I'm pushing. you're going to be a star. Exactly, exactly. You would never do... No booty pics, no nothing? No, no, no. I did once, I did like a a risky photo on Patreon, but then they labeled my account uh, 18 plus, and I was like, all right, I'm not even going to fuck with this shit anymore. What did the photo entail? Um, It was just... I had uh, I was partnered with a brand at the time, which I won't speak of anymore because we had a terrible falling out. I love but, to speak of them after. No, no we I have don't want to even get into it. I've been I've been going off too much on them. I mean, whatever. It's fucking Old Spice, and yeah. <laughs> um, I put their deodorants like a box of deodorants, and I was fully naked, and I just had that cover in my crotch. Were they a fan or not a fan? No, it was rejected. That was my suggestion to um, do my brand deal. Oh no, I it like would have sold some Old Spice for sure. You know? Yeah, I mean, 
the partnership was good for a while, but we didn't use that post I put on Patreon as like a joke. And and then it went 18. Oh, so you can't do like slutty shit on Patreon. No. Not for me. Uh, I'll stick to OnlyFans for sure. Yeah, you That's, got it going on. You got it all figured that. out. I really think that OnlyFans is your next move, though. You're going to be no. a star, kid. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I'm going to keep trying to convince you for sure. Ooh, you were just talking about a relationship that you were in. In the entire time I've known you, I've never seen you in a relationship. Yeah. You got it one of my friends once. Did I? Yeah, right, I think it was right after the accident, actually. You came to my house. I don't know if you remember. I feel like you were like. I hit my head hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was this? Um, her name was Maddie, Maddie Crumb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I DM'd her once. Yeah. I said, hey, congrats. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, for what? I don't even know what she said, but it was just such like a random fucking weird thing to DM somebody. I know. I like congrats. It's kind of a good way of it. It's such an someone. asshole thing to do. And then I, I had a crack right after. You think that's an Damn, man. I, I My gauging of what's asshole and what's not isn't very good because I would just think that's funny. I don't know. You're, well, you're an original. You are one of a kind. So I don't know. Of course, you would like that. But I think the average girl getting a hey, congrats. Yeah is probably not the best way to introduce like, yourself. Thank you so much. <laughs> you say like, hi, beautiful or something. You it's know? just so corny. It's boring. I don't okay, know. Okay, I'll go back to the asshole me. But so you haven't been in a relationship in the entire time you've been on social media. No. Do you think that makes you a sociopath? Why? Why? How do those two line up? I'm just like trying to psychoanalyze. Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm figuring out how they line up. Are you able to turn, have, like, is it because you were like, I'm in grind mode, I'm turning my emotions off? That's kind of how I was insinuating. Yeah, 100%. I'm emotionally unavailable because I'm so focused on my work and it wouldn't be fair for me to bring a girl into my life and not give her my full attention. Okay, that's fair. Actually, maybe it's not that sociopathic. Maybe it's like the right thing to do. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But doesn't, isn't that- Because if I'm in it, I'm in it 100%. Isn't that sad? Aren't you lonely? No, no, no. I, I figure, let me- Figure myself out, bust my ass, build this empire, and, and then, then I'll, I'll find somebody you know, that is I mean, the right. You're at the starting a family age, if you think about it. Okay. Well, you want to go there? That's what you brought me on for? <laughs> Call me old? Would you ever start a family? Do you want kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have kids. I'll have kids one day. But like an older dad? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm 31. If I have a kid in five years, when the kid is 20... Five be, years? I'll be so shouldn't 65. You be... No, when the kid's 15, I'll be 50. And yeah. then I can play basketball with that kid. I'll fucking slam dunk on that kid when I'm 50 years old. Maybe I'll be that. <laughs> okay. But if you were going to have a kid in five years, don't you think that you should I'm gonna be in be a relationship like, now? I'm going to be like The Rock at 50, though. I'm going to be fucking, oh. I'm going to get way taller and jacked. That is true. And I'm going to be on stem cells, HGH, adrenochrome, baby oh, blood. We were just talking about that before the podcast. I'll be sucking down baby blood. That's for sure. I, people already think I do it. But then again, people also think I look 30. So I don't really know how they correlate. You look like a mix between 15 and 35. Thank you. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever um, drank? Um, baby blood? Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you ever watch an American Horror Story season where they uh, like in order to get inspired and have talent, you have to drink human's blood? No, I've never that. You know, what's funny is I've never been that interested in the show. But for some reason, that just did it for me. Maybe I'll start watching it. I just watched it. It was like people that have writer's block and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a really good show. Honestly, story. well, I'll have to get into it. My ex-girlfriend was just on it. I should go see her look all sexy and kill it. Oh, your ex-girlfriend was on American, American Horror Story? American Horror Story, yeah. Who's that? Is that public? Yeah, this girl, Noah Cyrus. I just dressed as her oh, sister, yeah. Hannah Montana, though. So I'm kind of waiting for her to... Call me crazy for that. Mm. What do you think of Bryce's right? mullet? I like it. I like mullets right now. Do you, do you like my he's... mullet better than Bryce's? Show it off. Take off the hat. Or are you balding? No, I'm not balding. <laughs> it's it's killing it. I don't know. Bryce's is pretty good. You guys. Well, are I both... gave Bryce's and I gave myself mine and I gave him a not as good one on purpose because Damn. I can't have him. Rocking yeah. a better mullet than me. You don't want that but new generation to I'm threaten gonna, you. I'm gonna fix it for him. You're gonna no. His looks really good, honestly. I know. I'm, I'm just kidding. Back to your ooh, good question. Back to your relationship things. What's your type? Um, my type probably athletic. Doesn't smoke jewels. Brunette. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every he just says every single thing when I'm not. No, I, yeah, I'm the same. I don't really have a type. I'm kind of just um, the type of person that goes through a lot of phases, and I'm just. I don't know. It could be whatever. You know. I actually like, agree with that. Like physical some, type, it could be whatever. I definitely, after I get out of a relationship with one type of person, I'm, I, want, I want like the exact opposite. Like I go through phases mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. You know? But I yeah, guess you're yeah, not, you you're not as dating as me by far, so we cannot relate there. 
Yeah, but no, I've had blonde-haired girlfriends, Hispanic girlfriends, black girlfriends. I've dated everything in the book. The people's not like person. I'm saying I get around that That's much. That's kind of crazy that you went from dating everything to like absolutely nothing, though. Well, a little sociopathic. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. It's have fine. you ever been to therapy? I'm sure, there's something. Yeah, I have. How much therapy? Not much. I kind of just use podcasts and talking to millions of people as my therapy. I don't just read the comment sections. That's terrible. It's really bad. No, for sure. We're going to have a lot of issues. You think you have trauma other than, you know? Yeah, I think so. But I was a bad kid. Like, yeah. Tortured my parents. I was 14. I stole their car. And but drove don't it you think that? My friend smoking cigarettes in the back seat. Like, I just did not care. You only really ever sold weed. I yeah. started selling weed when I was like 13, and then it quickly escalated to so much more. So, I, it, when people say they only ever sold weed, I it perplexes me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You sold drugs? Yes. Wow. And he's like, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I found my type. No, um, I like I was crazy. I was psycho. I talk about it a lot growing up in Vegas. I was nuts. Obviously, you know, not selling drugs is bad. Vegas is a tough place to grow up, huh? A crazy place to grow up. I mean, so is Staten Island. Obviously, you know, it's like big city vibes. But Vegas is crazy because everyone's just like twenty-one. And everybody 10. goes there for one thing, which is horrible shit. Oh yeah, you quickly <laughs> learn that like how much money is Sin in city. The, the dark side of the world. You know, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's bad. Have you ever bought a hooker? No. What? Have you ever? What do you think? A Mike Malak? <laughs> we got to learn his pronunciation. That's of his how you name. say it. Is it Malak? Yeah. What do you? I've been calling him Mike Magic. Not Magic Mike. Mike Magic. That's kind of better. Magellalak. He's about to be a, a father. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. No, yeah. it's I, I don't think it's his kid though, right? Didn't they make that like public that it's definitely not? See, have you ever gotten someone pregnant? That wasn't on my list. No. You've no, never a pregnancy no. scare. Do you fuck a lot? Or are you like a... No. I think definitely like guys that get prostitutes, I think just jerk off, you know? I think that will solve your problem with... Well, no, no, not prostitutes. But I mean, like, are you out here in LA? I, I've never heard someone say like, I fuck Jeff. But I'm all for supporting local businesses. So if you want to support small businesses, then go it's, for it. It's I'm amazing. Not, I'm not judging anybody. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Have you ever hooked up with a guy? No. You are nominated for a streaming. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I worked real hard on, on this one. That, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people have a lot of corny things to say about it, but to be recognized for something you put your heart and soul into, what are you nominated for? Best, like, comeback? Uh, documentary. Oh. Yeah, which is cool because it's like, <laughs> oh, it's pretty back. much like, yeah, best comeback. Is that a category? <laughs> I don't even know. I best post-accident uh, performance. I could have swore you were nominated best for best video comeback. creator with brain damage. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a lot of those. Come on. Um, best documentary. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool one because it's like vlogs, but a little better, you know? And like it's not little, just more like professional than vlogs. Male heartthrob. It's like no actually shots something. at anybody that's a vlogger that's nominated for the vlogger category. That's a probably a bigger one that comes later in the show. No, but, but I mean. Documentary is cool. At the end of the day, to put your heart and soul into that documentary and then be nominated for something for it is like the sickest yeah. feeling in the world. Who are you up against? I don't even know. That's good. No disrespect. Actually, full disrespect to all my competitors because I'm fucking competitive. You know, whatever it is, what it is. Doesn't I think a board? I smashed my head off a crane. What did you do for your documentary? I don't even. <laughs> I need to do my research because there might actually be like some Mr. Beast in there that's saving the world, and I'm like just hitting my head on um, crane. So no, I don't, the I don't worst. Even want the worst thing that ever happened to me was winning Creator of the Year over Mr. Beast. Oh yeah, you that, did? that oh, it was. Yeah. But it was. Oh, and you beat David too, right? That felt great. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> but Mr. Beast out here just like planting thousands of trees, and I'm like, I shook my tits all year in one. Oh my god, I walked off stage. I was like, shit, that's gonna. It's oh, not gonna damn. look too good, you know. Whatever. What I mean? He's got plenty of awards no, he, and accomplishments. You deserve that one. He won the next year, and he was like, finally, we didn't lose. To <laughs> did he say that in the speech? <laughs> Damn, that's good. He's funny. I tweeted that. He is really funny. Mr. Beast is a fucking icon. He just did some creator Squid Games whole thing. I don't even know. Lazy idea. <laughs> I'm just jealous I didn't get invited. Honestly, same. I couldn't agree more. Not that I would. You'd be invited before me by far. You're more brand safe than me. I don't know probably, how. I probably would have won. Did you have to kill the opponents? Did they actually die? Is there actual murders? Yeah, in? Logan Paul actually is dead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn, then I take it back. Good job, Mr. Rip. Beast. No, piece. not at Logan Paul. I was just saying if he actually went as far as to kill off um, participants in his video, <laughs> that'd be sick. You know, like actually like went full on Hunger Games. Oh, like, yeah. Or I guess Squid Game. I would tune in. That's They die in so, that too. Talk to me about this barbershop hair brand. 
Clout okay. play, money no, play, no, 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 passion no, 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 play. No, 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 no. Um, I was genuinely a barber since I'm a kid. You know, like 15 yeah. years old, I started cutting hair full time in a barber shop. I he did tell me school. it costs thirty thousand dollars for a haircut if it's off that camera. That was just though. me fucking around, being <laughs> sarcastic. Um, no, but I did love cutting hair. But obviously, you get to a point where you can't really grow as a, you know, just a barber. What do you yeah. like, open a barber shop and then you have a whole bunch of no new stresses clout, in life God, no. <laughs> the toilet overflows you got to call a plumber or you yeah. got to worry about your barbers that work yeah. for you being now on you're drugs or getting arrested Jeff. and bailing them out of jail so i was like how can i well that's not really the reason also it's just how many haircuts can you do a day you know yeah. how many people can you actually have as your clients yeah and i want to make people feel better about themselves by giving them better haircuts like look at bryce he got so confident that he went after corinna publicly on twitter yeah. he got too much confidence yeah you know? I, mean, I don't think that was the haircut he it was literally Maybe the just haircut. the he extreme said, oh, narcissism you like yeah and then he was like oh yeah i just got a mullet from jeff i feel great about myself that sometimes i give people too much confidence yeah and then it backfires on them but what you do with it is on you yeah that's why I want to. you're just the, a philanthropist mm -hmm. just yeah, a humanitarian a place. <laughs> i'm all about abraham lincoln is that what what's the benjamin know, franklin is that a five dollar bill <laughs> yeah. i'm all about making five bucks baby no um it wasn't for the money but uh that's nice is that, this that your first company first brand that you've started yeah first company i've done like merch and stuff like that which yeah. i try to take a little bit more serious than other creators merch i do care. Oh, that was a subtle dig no are you calling my merch you. shitty no, no 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 but it is shitty is I need to do, no it's not shitty i just need to do some new crazy shit soon. damn i'm Man. just joking sound off in the comments below maybe i'll <laughs> maybe i'll screen grab us kissing and sell it on a shirt and give you zero dollars yeah that'd be cool i'm yeah. down for that loving that no, but I just wanted to be able to like spread my um, talents yeah. across the world. And it's so cool when you launch it, you see the products go into different places like Dubai and Australia. And, Crazy. And, yeah. Yes. And knowing that all over the world, people love it. I love how right now you're releasing a hair care line and I'm releasing an alcohol line. Very on brand for us. Yeah. Super on brand. What kind I'm of like, alcohol? I'm like, gonna... I just wanted to spread my talents across the world. Fucking <laughs> right. alcohol. Yeah. You are yeah. spreading a, a good time. You know, that's what you are selling and... to people. There is nothing more important than sexual health and taking control of it. Though oftentimes access to affordable health care is hard when you do. Taking advantage of it is inconvenient. Gain time and peace of mind back with the Pill Club. They make access to affordable birth control, period care, and sexual wellness products simple and easy with an online subscription. Get your birth control prescribed online by a licensed medical provider and delivered discreetly to your door for free with the Pill Club. With the Pill Club, you never have to make a trip to the doctor or wait in line at the pharmacy ever again. They provide access to care from the comfort of your home and delivery to your door in discreet packaging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm going to get the Pill Club. Yeah, that's hot. You should. So your roommate will never know what you ordered. They even include fun self-care gifts and goodies. Pill Club makes everything from renewing your birth control prescription to switching your birth control to even getting on birth control for the first time incredibly easy. The Pill Club medical team has your back. That's awesome for when you come and me next. Great. Save us a trip <laughs> to CVS, you know. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month with insurance. Do you feel like you have a good pullout game? Yeah, no, but um, that's because I know that the Pill Club exists. So it gives me the confidence to be myself. Yeah. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash canceled, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every canceled <laughs> listener who becomes a patient. Your donations <laughs> will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash canceled to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. When you get cummed in. <laughs> I was trying to do like a tan joke. Honestly, that was so hot. I was going to say I'm pregnant, but with the pill club. I can't be. So, thank you. Remember, that's thepillclub.com slash canceled. You must use the link to make a donation. <laughs> uh, what kind of alcohol? Can I ask? Is Wine. It Oh, great. Yeah, little canned wines. Very I'll, nice. I'll, I'll put you off the PR list, maybe the next. No, no, I'll, I'll take it because and I always Maybe just people... pose with it. You, you have been using me to promote a lot, so yeah, I, yeah. I could at least get I, something. I, I owe you that. a lot. Yeah, that's hot. I love that. So. 
That's cool. It's like Nelk Boys, kind of. Now let's move back to your... Very on brand. Back to your accident. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. You want to go there? I'm jumping around. I'm just kidding. I I haven't actually, like, gotten into questions about it. Um, Let's see. How many fingers are you holding up? Let's do that game. Yeah. Oh, did you have to do all the crazy eye tests? Yeah, yeah. I can do it. You you basically have eye tests over here. I can do eye tests on these things. I can read all these words. How long was that period of time? Like the healing period of time? I'm still healing. I'm still going through a a bit of a healing process. I think I have one more surgery that I have to do. One or two, maybe. Yeah, but it's fine now. It's like, it's like haircuts. That's the most terrifying thing. In In the beginning, yeah, it was because it's like, I didn't understand what I was doing. Like, yeah. I would just go into the doctor and they'd say some stuff. Oh, we're going to cut into your eye. And I'm like, ah, just do it. Just fucking put me out and do it. Oh, my God. But now I, I know what they're doing and it's not that crazy. Yeah. It is crazy when you're yeah. like, fuck No, but you've socket, normalized but it. It's become a part of your life. It's hell like yeah. Normal. I want all the kids out there to go fucking smash their eye and <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, was it weird to kind of go from, I mean, obviously you have your little Good prison to a monster. Yeah, <laughs> is that Frankenstein. No, but I mean, like to go from just like hot normal Jeff to like like did you like people giving you pity like the stigma around Jeff? it? No, oh, you should, yeah, <laughs> but just the, <laughs> I don't fucking know the stigma around it. Like people treating you differently. Did you hate that? Nobody treats me different. Really? No, my friends are ruthless. They'll all fucking hey, uh, can you see me with that fucking eye? Looking but in over? but in life, like right after, you don't feel like people were kind of like no. That's a good um, thing, actually. Yeah, it was kind of nice. I don't want a bunch of yes men around me, you know? Like, a, So that was just you kind of surrounding yourself. Yeah, I even have friends that I like spar with and they're punching me in that eye, you know? Wow, that's, that's the type that's of people love. you need to surround yourself with. <laughs> that's, that's love. Mm-hmm. They, come, uh, they come by every morning, 9 a.m. We're just wailing on each other in my uh, guest bedroom that I transitioned into a gym. How come you haven't boxed? Um, because of the accident. Really? Yeah. Actually, you, you I like was can't? out for so long. No, I would have definitely done that social glove shit if I... Had you been asked and if beat I beat the shit out of like Vinny Hacker or something for a little clout. My trainer trains Vinny too, yeah. so I wouldn't want to say Vinny, but yeah, I mean, I would have loved to. After the accident happened, I mean, or just everything happened, do you feel like it changed your friendships with any of the people around you? Uh, yeah, for sure. And that's not even on anybody else. It's just how I dealt with it mentally. I yeah. definitely let it. Um, it just made me not want to see anybody just i was very distant for yeah. a while and it didn't happen right off the bat it kind of happened like six months in yeah i didn't think it was going to be like a lifelong souvenir this yeah. accident you know but damn that it gave me chills what do you actually ago. see out of your eye i'm always i've never really asked you that because i'm always clowning you my no bad. i could see you when i look at you from here i could see you but like if you <laughs> What my eyes just like? Close your good <laughs> eye. <laughs> Let's do, do, do a test. Let's do a test. Okay. So if I is this good eye or bad eye? This oh you can't even tell. No. What? It's not like it's a glass scars, eye, Jeff. There's scars on oh, the whole duh. side. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I no, I could see. It's fine. Yeah. It's just It's a little. Blur. It's a little double vision sometimes. Damn, that's wild. Is mm-hmm. that the only way you feel like it affected you mentally, or was there like a big battle that was there? Always. Um, there were other struggles along the way, but damn, mm. you got me. I didn't know you were going to get me all open like this today. I was actually just thinking to myself the difference in this episode versus like you're impulsive. Like I thought you were going to come on here and just troll the shit out of me and you're actually like opening up. So it's interesting. Yeah, While I have I you vulnerable, all, I, I might as well like, fucking. Let me use my own platform to cry and complain about my eye all the time. No, I'm. No, I like it. I'm so much better off than I was. We got uh, Jeff Wittick vulnerable today. A year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you get something? Do you feel like you constantly have to maintain a tough guy? Do you do you struggle with that? Like, is being does being vulnerable or emotional make you uncomfortable? No, I'm actually working on dropping the whole tough guy persona. You are. Mm-hmm. I'm working hard at it, and I'm trying to stop saying fuck as much because everything's fucking this, fucking that. And when my parents came out here and listened to me do the podcast, my dad did impression. He was like, "You fucking this. I'm gonna fucking have a fucking Lacroix." And it's right. <laughs> he's right. I've added in so many unnecessary fuckings. Okay. And I'm going to start working on cutting those out. Round of applause, guys. No, I'm, I'm going to stop saying fuck as much. I'm a, I'm a big fan of an unnecessary fucking. I know. I know. I, I've, I've, I've heard. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love that for you. I can never stop swearing. So, I mean, I, I, I do love I'm going to try to cut back. You yeah. know, you I don't go think to I can church? Hey, you're stop. sober. You're stop swearing. Do you believe in God? Yes. So, you know, <laughs> I was raised catholic but i 
am I don't go to a Catholic church anymore. Yeah. Um, that's not. Do you ever pray? I did the Hail Marys the other day because I had a Ouija board at my house because I ordered it for a Halloween episode that we were supposed to do together. If and you brought a Ouija board into a fucking episode with me, I would have literally absolutely had like a aneurysm. Why are people so scared of Ouija boards? I'm scared of what they bring. And I, I believe in it. I've, I've had so many like insane paranormal experiences and I feel like I already attract that. You know what I did? What? I threw the Ouija board on the floor and I spit on it because... Everybody was making a big deal about it. Can you get out it. of my studio? <laughs> <laughs> Is this bad? That's my I didn't trigger. realize that Ouija boards are so bad. Are you really? I Honest to God, they fucking, t- I tell everyone, like it never bring one in my one. house. It was a fake one that we got on Amazon. That's not fake. When you, That's a completely real Ouija board. Okay. You're like letting demons into your shit. I am messing with the demons. I need to stop. I would rather you... Do anything. I would rather you have told me you murdered someone completely, entirely. Nope, didn't murder someone, just messed around with a Ouija board, and I apologize to all of the Ouija board. The Ouija board community? Yeah, the Ouija board community. (laughs) Didn't mean to offend the Ouija board community out there. No, but I didn't know anything. I never heard these stories about Ouija boards, and I never got into them, and I, I disrespected one, and I got sick the next day. See, that's that's the thing. You're out here trying to blame me. Like, I'm the fucking devil, but you're out here calling the motherfucking devil. Is that what Ouija boards do? they bring bad omens and bad things into your life a lot of the times because you're kind of like opening a portal into... I mean, obviously, I guess it depends on if you believe in that or if you don't, but I just... I don't know the Do I do an apology here today? I, I think canceled? you should apology, apologize to... I would like to apologize... God. To... God. God. <laughs> for summoning spirits and then bringing them around this podcast studio. I Maybe did not like mean a, to. It was a mistake. Are you and saying I will never you brought them here? That was your intention? They may or may not have followed me. I don't know. They, they're invisible. Spirits I really invisible. actually hate this entire conversation. Okay, let's, let's move on. Here, God, please protect Jeff. Please bring him wellness. Please um, send away any bad spirits. Um, help him to make wiser decisions that are in your honor. Yes. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I have a fun game for you. And I've really wanted to do this with a Vlog Squad member for oh, a really nice. long yeah, time. Oh, nice. Yeah, you said you were going to do it with Zane and Keith, but they uh, backed Not Zane out. and Keith. Whatever. <laughs> Let's do it with us. We'll make it better. Out. Honestly, it's not even a game. It's just this for my pure enjoyment. This is what happens when I like create my own games. It's just like sadistic shit that I like want to see people do. Okay. Um, and with that being said, I want you to rate the Vlog Squad members on this list right here. Okay. From your least favorite to favorite. Okay. Um, I also feel like Zane and Heath are... You do that for... Matt King is number two. What did Matt King do to you? Um, he's a rat. Oh, Matt the shit. Rat. Wait, really? Do you no, actually feel that No, his name just rhymes with it, and I, I break his balls a lot. And he honestly plays along so good at like our, our dynamic. You guys kind of have a similar sense of humor. Yeah, fuck like, him. Fuck Matt. He's 11, actually. I didn't know there was an 11 option down there. Yeah, well, I just had to include every member um, that I wanted to know about. Here, we'll put... No, I don't want to put Heath there. I'll put Heath in like... The, uh, Heath could go up there. Okay. I like Heath. Uh, Jason's a, definitely up there. With, can I do two for the same one? No. Oh, yeah, you're right. I want, I want it to be mean. I want you to get rude. This one's like... there's a They're tied. These two are tied for number one. Okay. I love these Toddy guys. and Jason. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Jonah. This is a tough one. What did Jonah? Because he betrayed me. He betrayed you. He betrayed me. What did he and do? And we were best friends, Sold and we were business partners, and he broke up with me. So he broke up with you. He's gonna go down during the cancellations. He just left you in the dust. He left me in the dust. Swear yeah. to God, I can never tell if you're serious or not. Oh, I'm dead serious. That one seems proof serious. on the internet. You can look it up. He was damn. Uh, he, uh, he was a he bad. He said, friend. "No more Jeff. I'm gonna start a kebab business." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I love have his family dearly, and yes, I have had kebabs. I support the business. I support him, and you know whatever he wants to do with he, his life. But Matt King's still lower. <laughs> Matt is still lower. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, okay. David, um, uh, he used to be up here, and yeah. now after the crane, we'll put him down here at five. <laughs> it's not bad, huh? I'm an easy guy, you know. I'm so you happy I hit me, saved you hit this. Me with a crane, you know, yeah. it's all good. You're number no, five in my book. Be Jonah, and you're ten. Hit oh, me with Susie's a fucking a crane. Sweetheart. Susie is is so sweet. We got to put her 
at number two and a half, two point five. I'm loving. I'm loving what you're doing with this numeric system, Corinna. Um, we hate her, right? <laughs> so here, you. I'll do that. I'll do that to make you happy. Thanks, She's baby. just above Jonah. She's just above Jonah. Shit, did she betray you? Natalie, no? I will put Natalie. Um, Damn, Natalie is actually the boss of the vlog squad, so I'm gonna put her up here just in case she's watching. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that, Natalie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> she's off camera with a fucking Glock nine. Damn. Now all we got left is Scott and Zane. Um. Damn. This is tough. Is it? It's not even like a good spot to fight for. You. Do know? you and Zane have beef? No, I love I love them both. These two guys. Yeah. So it's it's fuck Jonah really. But Scott would probably be like put me lower because that's you know yeah, that's his personality. So Scott, do me the favor. Thanks. Okay. We'll give you the credit for that joke. So Toddy Jason. Well, Scott would actually want to be fucking down here actually because that's what Scott likes. Oh, to so do. Matt King just moved to number eight. No, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping Matt down here at eleven and a half. <laughs> Yo, that's my fucking favorite thing I've ever done. I'm going to start making everyone rank their friends. That but was fun. Wasn't that like a good exercise? Yeah. Todd, yeah, took it home. That. Todd, well, Todd and Jason, they're even. I mean, David literally took a part of your eye and he's number five. So. He's above Zane. Yeah, yeah for he's sure. Above Zane. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that's was fair. Beautiful. This, I, I promise you, honest. this is my new favorite bit. Well, thank you for that. Well, it only kind of works for people that come from squads. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of those now. A lot of those TikTokers are trying to emulate you guys. Uh-huh. I guess they just need like a really public tragedy to really rank. Yeah, who's your favorite um, TikTok TikToker, TikTok squad? TikTok squad. I mean, just like original Hype House. They're they're iconic the original for sure. Show. Yeah, Charlie, Lil Huddy, all of those. Who's your yeah. favorite TikToker? Uh, probably Charlie, Lil Huddy. I mean, who's at, do you ever watch tiktok yeah there's this one guy i want to give him a shout out right now he's called be a man and he does these very funny original tiktoks he's like this old guy from boston not old he's maybe in his mid 40s that's and not old to you at all no no maybe he's, 50, maybe he's 50s actually he could be 50s but he just <laughs> he just says something really aggressive uh, he'll be like uh uh don't take swimming lessons just drowned be a man or something. Like he just says like, I don't even know if that's, that's one of beautiful. them, but he just says ridiculous shit. And, I love that. And his whole logic behind it is just be a man. I know? would love your, to see your For You page. I bet it's fucking brutal. It's bad. It's, bad. it's brutal. Yeah, yeah mine's I'll show like, you after. I would love to see it. Well, tune into his next episode of The Barbershop that he planned absolutely nothing for because he decided that he wanted to do it today. That's and it will everybody. be just as awkward and offensive as this episode. It'll be super awkward and Tana will be very naked. uncomfortable. And naked. Keep an eye out for it. Only one. Okay. Thank you for watching this week's episode of Cancelled with the legendary illegally blind mm-hmm. Jeff Wittick. I love you, Jeff. Love you, Tana. Thank, Thank you for you having for me. Coming on. This was fun. Tana Moshe is cancelled. A DWE talent production.